Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Friday, September 22nd, 2017. Okay, I want to start things off today talking about this Fortnite PUBG issue. If you haven't been keeping up with it, here's the situation. Fortnite just announced a new mode called Fortnite Battle Royale that they will be releasing for free, both on PC and consoles. You may remember me talking a lot about Fortnite uh, when it first went into early access, I don't know, about a month, two months ago perhaps. Uh, I really, really had a good time with that game. It got a little stale pretty quickly because there was only kind of one thing to do, which was this horde mode, defend your defend your constructed base thing. But I loved the look and feel of the world. I thought the uh, all the crazy layers of upgrades and management and free-to-play sort of pinata style give you stuff was a bit overwhelming, but overall the game was a lot of fun, and I had a very positive reaction to it. Now, they're addressing one of the big issues I had, which is more stuff to do, more different kinds of ways to interact with that environment, with this Battle Royale mode. And the Battle Royale mode takes the world of Fortnite and puts a layer of that Battle Royale genre that we've come to know through PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds and H1Z1, and other games, it's it's very much becoming its own genre now. This is 100 players dropped into the same world with nothing. You have to scavenge for weapons. Last player standing wins. PUBG, right? Sounds really fun to me, especially with the layer of, of construction and building that you get with Fortnite. Unfortunately, the folks over at PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds uh, got their... Hackles up, I guess you could say, because they think this is infringing on their game in some way. And they released a press release that suggests that they may take court action. They said that they are contemplating further actions. They said, we had an ongoing relationship with Epic Games throughout the PUBG development as they are the creators of Unreal Engine 4, the engine we licensed for the game. After listening to the growing feedback from our community and reviewing the gameplay for ourselves, we are concerned that Fortnite may be replicating the experience for which PUBG is known. We have also noticed that Epic Games references PUBG in the promotion of Fortnite to their community and in communications with the press. This was never discussed with us, and we don't feel that it's right. So the reference there at the end is to the announcement trailer where the folks at Epic, the development team at Fortnite, straight up says, hey, we love these games. These games are now becoming a genre. You know them from PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds and H1Z1. We want to be in on that. We think our game can have that mode as well because we love that stuff. This really bothers me that PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds and the folks at Blue Hole who make that game feel like they have some ownership over this genre, which, yeah, maybe they popularized it, maybe they even innovated it, but it's a mode in a game. I mean, 
how many games call a mode that they have deathmatch? I'm pretty sure Doom could litigate hundreds and hundreds of games and say, hey, we came up with deathmatch back in the early 90s. You can't call it, you can't call your mode deathmatch. You can't just have a last man standing who has the most frags in a match mode because we we came up with that. We popularized it. If it wasn't for Doom multiplayer, you wouldn't put that mode in your game. That's hogwash. It's hogwash. This is how these genres evolve. What about what about roguelikes? There's an entire dozens and dozens hundreds Nay, thousands of games call themselves roguelikes because of a game called Rogue. There's literally a genre called roguelike, as in, we are like a game called Rogue. You think the creators of Rogue should jump in and start litigating? Should start suing people for ripping off the central concept of having to, you know, one life and going deeper into a dungeon and gets harder and harder? Come on. This really bothers me, and I think it's a, a small-minded thing. If, if this genre catches on, nobody's going to play less PUBG. PUBG is owning the world right now. They were the little guys that could, and now they can, and they did. Don't turn into the big, ugly guys on the block that want to stop everybody else from joining the party. You guys did something cool. Nobody's going to stop playing your game. Also, Fortnite is doing something interesting with this. They are iterating. It's not just a clone. This is uh, adding new kinds of play into that mix. Sure, it's it's replicating the fact that you you start flying in on, on some sort of aircraft and you leap out and parachute down wherever you want. I mean, yes, it is parroting some of those that functionality, but that's sort of a, a genre trope now. It's not PUBGs to own. And you're doing different things in Fortnite. You're building up stuff. You've got all that cool Fortnite functionality. You start the game with a pickaxe and you can like, you know, deconstruct the things in the world and get their component parts and then build structures for yourself. That's cool. That's different. That's new. That's a roguelike adding, I don't know, cards or whatever, whatever the latest roguelike is doing. That, that's what you want. You want a new genre to evolve and change and, and iterate. Man, I, it, this really bothered me this morning. I, I'm, I'm frustrated by this, by this story. I wonder what you guys think. Should PUBG make it so that nobody else can make a Battle Royale game? Hey, Battle Royale the movie should sue PUBG maybe, huh? What about that? Okay, hey, in other news, positive news, really actually very cool news, The Witness, which is, I think, one of the great indie games ever, is now coming out on a platform I think it would be perfect for. It's coming out on iOS for 10 bucks. It'll be in the App Store, $10. That's a fourth of the price of the Mac, PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox One versions, which cost 40 and this game came back came out way back in January of 2016 and it is Jonathan Blow's just masterpiece of taking one idea and iterating on it to the point of pure brilliance <laughs> it's it's a thing of utter beauty and majesty the idea of a maze that you trace with your finger and just seeing how far you can take that one idea in one game it's a game that 
that constantly unfolds and reveals itself to your brain in new and interesting ways. It's a game that that I I loved when it came out. It it captured my imagination. I played a ton of it when it came out, but it's also a game that has stuck with me. And I think it's one of those games that's going to be this like seminal work that people come back to and reference in the future because of how audacious and what a crazy idea it is. And because it's all about tracing a line in a maze with your finger, how better to do that than on a touchscreen? How better to do that than on an iOS device like your iPad that can allow you to actually trace those things with your finger? I think this is a perfect match of form and format and, uh, and delivery device. And the fact that it's only 10 bucks is pretty cool. So I just wanted to hip you guys to it. If you haven't tried The Witness, it is on many people's lists for best games of 2016. And it certainly is one of the best indie games of all time, in my opinion. So give it a shot. Check it out, especially if you've got uh, the big, fancy iPad that you can play it on. I think it might be great on a phone. I don't know. It seems a little small. But uh, The Witness, $9.99 in the App Store now. Okay, let's hit a call-in now. This one comes from Steven. He wants to talk about couch co-op. Hey, Jeff, this is Steven. Some of my favorite games are couch co-op games because I can sit on the couch with my friends. We can yell at each other, punch each other in the shoulder when things go south, and otherwise just enjoy playing a game together in the same room. My question for you is, uh, me and my wife are looking for a new couch co-op game to play, and I noticed Divinity Original Sin is out, uh, Original Sin 2, and what I'm wondering is, uh, should we start with the original Divinity Original Sin and give that a try? Or is it okay for us to just start with 2? Because I've heard that the that 2 has a lot of better systems. I'm just wondering if there's any story-based stuff that matters to us or if we should just go with number 2. Uh, on top of that, what are some of your favorite couch co-op games? I'd like to know so I can start a list. Thanks. Awesome, Steven. I'm so glad you and your wife are going to jump into Divinity Original Sin. I have been playing it as a co-op game a little bit. I'm going to talk about that on tomorrow's episode of Newest, Latest, Best, so be sure to tune in. I'm going to, I'm going to talk about my experience playing a little game of that game co-op, but the short version is it's been a blast. Uh, to your question, I have been – a lot of people have been asking me this on Twitter, and I have been telling people you do not need to play Divinity Original Sin 1 in order to enjoy 2. Not, not at all. It is a fresh take, a fresh start – into the world of Rivalon. Uh, you will get everything you need to know. It, it is fresh new characters. I think it takes place a thousand years later or something. I don't know the exact number, but it's it's uh, it's in the same world, but you will you will not miss anything. There are, you know, obviously callbacks to things that happened in the first game, but you will not be lost. I would say just start with Divinity Original Sin 2, and you're gonna have a blast playing couch co-op. Now, other couch co-op games, sadly I'm not in the position to play a lot of couch co-op these days, just not my my life, you know, my life situation isn't that. I know the, the Lego games are always a great recommendation for that. Uh, all of the myriad Lego this, Lego that, Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Marvel, all the cool Lego games are great co-op games on the couch. Uh, another one that, that you should play if you have a PlayStation, because I think it's only available on PlayStation, is Overcooked. Oh, man, that game is wild and wacky as a couch co-op game. Definitely try Overcooked. But those are the best ones that come to the top of my head. I would love to throw it out to the audience and have other people suggest couch co-op games. I'm just not 
not playing a lot of those. I play mostly uh, games online and have been playing Divinity Original Sin 2 as a co-op game online, uh, but I know it supports great couch co-op. So if you guys are listening to this and have good suggestions for Steven and myself uh, in this in this genre, send me a call-in or hit me up on Twitter at Jeff Canato with two N's and one T.